0: You're listening to Black Humboldt's new podcast, Black Aesthetic. And we're celebrating our love for Black arts and culture within Humboldt County. What up, this Queen D rocking his body from East Coast to Humboldt. Woo! Hey, this is DeLar, healing souls on the streets. K.M. Ross, popping shots, killing things, and making stuff. Hey, hey, it's your girl Mo, mom artist extraordinaire. baby, baby. I saw that the camera could be a weapon against poverty, against racism, against all sorts of social wrongs. I knew at that point I had to have a camera. Gordon Parks. This week, we're featuring Aside the Artist and Shalik and how they exist in Humboldt County. What's up, y'all? It's Mo here. We're about to have the Hip Hop Humboldt uh, Conversation Showdown. We got two local black artists to spice the conversation up, and I'm gonna let them introduce themselves.
1: Yo, yo, yo. I am Al Giddens, formerly known as Shalik the in the hip-hop game. I don't know if I'm much in the game as much right now, but I do have some things to shed light on the hip-hop game.
2: <laughs> What's up, everybody? My name is Saad Hogan, known as Asad the artist. Um, I'm currently in the hip hop game, always will be. That's what I do.
0: <laughs> there we go. There so, we go. Right? I wasn't going to say that too, Shalik. that like, once you hear, you always hear. Even if you're only writing in your book and it's not going nowhere, like, you still hear. True.
1: I'll still be writing. That's part of the life. I got to write, but you know, I don't know if I release anymore, you
0: know? What is your artistry and how did that journey begin? All
1: right. Yeah, so let's see. I'm gonna say I always have been a fan of hip-hop. I mean, listening to hip-hop has gotten me through like tough times and just like every day, literally just times like having a good time rather than a bad time. But I would say that my personal journey for writing would probably have started around 12 years old. I would write, I didn't even write stories, really is where I started, just writing like an imagination for stories. So I write stories turned into me just writing stuff from my own life. And then I started to turn that into like musical bars somewhere around 18. Now, I was in Southern California, um, actually with the person I worked at at a grocery store. He was like, I'm, out, I'm outside spitting, freestyling on my break. He's like, yo, man, you rapping? I was like, man, I just really freestyle. I'll just be, you know, letting it go from like, when I feel it. And he's like, yo, I got a studio, come slide through. So you know that was my first like actual time like recording music with at eighteen years old with him from a homie from the grocery store, and then when I moved up here to Humboldt, I found uh, the person that actually made music with the most um, is a guy by the name of Not a Clue, Lance Harris, and uh, he
0: basically with the government with the government
1: name. He basically, like, you know, really fed me beats. He was a producer, and he's like, yo, man, I really like your style. Like, you should uh, you should rap over my beats and whatnot. So that really, like, when I started to dive deep into it around 22, 23, when I met Lance, and we started to make music and stuff, and, you know, when I, I met Asad here that we're talking to, you know, we made music, and so that's kind of my personal journey. Kind of really started heavily, I'd say, and humble, but... Definitely started back at like 12
0: From the roots of writing stories and whatnot Yeah, let's just shout out Not a Clue Because actually the only reason I met either of you Is because I was freestyling outside of a bar And Lance was like Hey, I like the way you rap You should come to my studio <laughs> 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 And then I met Elle And then I met Asad So, shout out
2: Well, yeah, my journey is pretty much um, Somewhat the same, not not really um, I started out uh, writing and stuff when I was... <sighs> seven <laughs> you know what i mean like I always been bit by the musical bug a little bit early um but it started off like like you know what seven-year-old kids rap about <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you know little innocent bars and stuff like that but um it was like a, a little hobby but i didn't really get into it until i was about 14 um uh, that's when i just like yo this is something i really want to do like with my life <laughs> so um uh, that's why I, like, you know, just zoned in and just, like, you know, just started working on my writing skills uh, since then. Then around 18 years old, my country bumpkin ass <clears throat> went to New York City trying to make it out there. Failed miserably. But, uh, you know, I had to take my licks, took my took my chops.
1: Hey, and if then, at first uh, you don't succeed, dust yourself off, bro. Huh? If at first you don't succeed, try again
2: try again, you know, so, uh, but you know, that, that, uh, me as a person, that just affected me a little bit deeper, differently. So like I took that L really, really hard. So that's when I came out here in Humboldt, you know, did the whole school thing and, you know, chilled out and worked and, you know, do, do the average Joe kind of a thing. But I was always still writing music, always still, um, you know, writing bars, writing songs, freestyling here and there, um, doing all that, all that fun stuff, because again, like, you know, it doesn't really stop, you know, once you've been affected by it. But um, I came out here uh, 2008 or nine. I don't know. Then I met Tyler Track. Shout out to Track. Uh, that's the other dude I'd be rapping with. Um, that's why I first met him. And he was like, yo, man, like, I do beats and stuff. Like, you know, we to like, you know, rap on some of my beats. So
0: <laughs> why is that his voice, though?
2: Um, But no, like... uh back to the story um yeah so I met him and then like you know we like but that got on a little standstill because he got well involved into his own little life so um in the meantime that's where I met uh my homeboy Sean uh, shout out to uh Sean Terry down there in Upa City um met him and that's when I that's when I met <laughs> I know right I met him but that's what I met like Lance and I met, like, Lance through him. He was like, again, that's another not-a-clue story. So, like, yo, man, I really like your style. Like, you know, you should rap on my beats. <laughs> so, um, Lance is
0: low-key, the best AR agent ever. He's you like, feel hey, come me? <laughs> He's like low-key.
2: <laughs> so, um, yeah, then that that happened. I met through him, and that's where I met, you know, Shalik and I met you, and I met, like, a whole bunch. Of, I'm like, oh, wow, it's like a whole little, like, hip-hop scene that I didn't know about. Because I thought I was just the only... You know, what I mean, black dude out here rapping <laughs> for a long time, because the only person I knew that did music was Tyler and he wasn't really doing music. So I'm just like, OK, I'm like out here by myself, solo dolo. But then I linked Lance and I linked up with everybody. And it was just like, oh, wow, it's a whole little scene here. So I've been out here um, since then and just, you know, constantly working on my craft, you know, and that's my story.
0: Nice. And so, like, did either of you guys come from hip-hop communities? Like, I'm from the East Coast, but, like, I came from a hip-hop community. So when I moved here and saw one, I was like, oh, Lord, thank you. Like, here you know we what? go. I, Here's my I people. I can't
1: really say that I came from a hip-hop community because I more so came from a sports community. So I would mm-hmm. really heavily, like, track, basketball, football, just really really more so like really heavily into a sports community. I didn't find like the art community really and just like the expressive community until more so around like 19 or 20 to be honest. Mm-hmm. But I love it, you know? But I my background is more of a sports community, can't lie, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: And me, coming, and me growing up in Texas, it was like really, really more the football-orientated state, you know what I mean? But the rap community and the hip-hop community was still big down there because, again, I live like an hour away from Houston. So I'm like only like a, a short drive away from the Ghetto Boys, Paul Wall, Bun B, UGK, you know what I mean? Like all them cats, Lil' Kiki, uh, Zero, all those cats. So... Hip hop was again was a very part of much part of my life as sports was, and that was like the whole you know niche of my little community that I grew up in.
1: You know, if we're talking community, hip hop has definitely been a big influence on my life since since birth. But I honestly I can't say that I was like making hip hop music or really like involved with the dancing community and all that stuff until about 19 or 20, so... I'm yeah, sure. that's yeah. what I
0: mean, because really,
2: we oh, black Oh, so people, with that being said, yeah, well, me personally, yeah, yeah it, it, it didn't start until I was 14 myself, so yeah.
0: Yeah, but I'm like, black people in general, we got art all around us, right? You grew up in hip-hop, R&B, yeah. D- yeah. dance yeah, parties. Like a, yeah. <laughs> you know, know your first two-step happened when you were, twelve, like, two, you know? Yeah. You know?
1: Uh, uh, I know boys with mad graffiti skills and mad art skills and mad dance skills, but, like, I can't say that I was jumping in that around 12, you know. I ain't gonna front like
0: that. But yeah, New we- York be wilding. because we think we own hip hop. So, like yes, <laughs> you know, y'all do. so for yes, me, yes, it'd you be guys like do. And
2: it's, hilarious it's like everything we count. do,
0: we live through the non-elements of hip hop. Like we yeah. we wild. It but wilders. um, <laughs> yeah, we stay wilding. Um all right. So so <laughs> talking about that hip-hop scene, right? Do you feel like within that scene or just like show scene and humble in general like do you feel like there are black and brown bodies do you feel like we getting paid do you feel like we're getting booked like where do you see us absolutely
2: absolutely not like i'm sorry like i i i (laughs) from what i've seen um from here locally like this is a predominantly white you know mean part of the united states like you know like we're it's like a whole bunch of white people here you know what i mean and so hip-hop isn't really a commanding thing, you know, out here personally from what I've seen. And it's just like all the black and brown bodies I've seen on stage, the surges of it ever since I've been involved in it has been a pleasant thing to see, but I don't think it's nowhere near enough or nowhere near as close as it should be. You
1: see, I feel like, I, I feel like for me, it's like there is some hip hop here, but I feel like it's more of a niche, like, a niche pocket so like you'll get like people like charlie tuna that'll come through here and like scare apart or Living legends and stuff but they'll really only look towards that type of hip-hop and be like okay that's the hip-hop we want here type type that shit like aesop rock like you know but then when you're speaking on just like a black or brown community type ish like you know like when you're speaking about just your truths uh, and the shit that you know, like, really is just what I know from growing up or what I've known from, like, the stuff that has affected my life and everything. And they, I feel like they look down more towards that hip-hop. But I do feel like within the area there is some hip-hop, but I don't feel like it's, like, represented for, for the masses of what hip-hop is. I think it's only more so represented for, you know, what they see as the hip-hop that's
2: good. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah with that being
2: said, it's just like hip hop in in a in a whole aspect is been monetized and like you know what I me mean, dumbed down and it's not really representative to black people these days. It's more destructive on the, like the mainstream scale because everyone, especially around here locally, like everybody kind of sells out and like you know do things that you know, oh these people want to hear, they want to dance, like you know, you got other groups out here who are very, very big because they appeal to the um, mass <laughs> You know what I mean But then like It's not They're not telling like Their real stories They're not telling They're not you know They're not you know drawn from like Real energy It's like All synthetic to me
0: Nah but Someone else we interviewed too Was talking about how like Humboldt loves to have Hip hop shows But only hip hop They think is safe so, Like notice like There will never really be Any type of like Thug rap Or Like <laughs> You, all right, first you know, of all, you just know like
2: County, you should not be spending thug raps at all. <laughs> like I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, no I'm just cow- saying like
0: it. certain artists, they're like, oh yeah, we can have that artist because we can expect what that artist is bringing. And they bring hella like old hip hop dudes because they feel like those are the hip hop dudes that ain't gonna pop off. Like oh, you talk
2: about like the local people bringing in, like yeah,
0: like, and just like the vibe there, and like know? oh okay, this is definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I feel like that's definitely true,
1: but at the same time, it's crazy. I've lived here since like 2012, 2011. And say for instance, when I first got up here, you would not see some shit like a Young buck show at all. Like at, at nah. all, like at all. Even I hear some wild shit like, we're starting to see more of you up here. And I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean really? Like, I'm like, oh no, no, I don't mean any like disrespect. I'm just saying like, you know, like, like there wasn't a lot of black people. Alive. And I was like, okay, like, I, don't, I really don't know how to take it, but I mean, I think it's just more of like a thing they're, dude, they're just not actually used to seeing black motherfuckers up here. And then so, but they're just like, yo, once they start to feel the vibes, you know, like there's bad from their own community. They know that. So it's like, yo, I definitely would have never seen a Young Bug show up here. And I know I, I played at a Young Bug show about, mm, it was about a year ago. And then
0: that was like, damn, Young Buck's coming to humble. Like, yeah, what? right. I do remember that, too, being like, what? And the fact that we was on that show, what? else <laughs> Well, and let's be real. If someone else, like, we have plenty of, like, non-melanid rappers in this area. And if y'all weren't on that opening, I would have been upset. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if we're going to have this dope hip-hop show, you better fucking pick the dope hip-hop acts that we have that are from the fucking Black community because this is ours. Like, sorry, but this is ours.
2: And I I really don't understand why old white people have that kind of, you know what I mean, imagery. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that's the people who are running the venues just old white people who think like, oh, we bring out these, like, thug-like rappers. It's going to turn to a shootout here in Humboldt County. No one's going to wild out in Humboldt County. Anything, I, I, gotta worry if anything, you got to about... If anything, we're going to behave with ourselves because we heads. can't
0: wild out in Humboldt County. We we're not we allowed can't. to. In, what, he I,
2: he, hey, host a rock show and watch all the meth heads, you know what I mean, pop a roll up in the scene, and then you'll get some crazy shit happening. Okay? Just an ignorant point of view. I, I don't think
1: it's maybe even like an, an ignorant point of view. Sometimes I think it's a blind point of view because as the the homie that we were just speaking on, not a clue, Lance, shout him out. Um, we started doing like shows and stuff at the Jambalaya, which shout out to you know Pete. I don't know his last name, but shout out Pete and Yeah, Pete. Pete. because they even like you can start doing uh you can start doing a, a hip hop night here if you wanted basically, you know, like shout him out again because if he didn't have a vision for us, like yo, like yo, I like y'all music and I think y'all would do a great job. So y'all could like have the, even gave us love of like, yo, y'all can have the t- the money from the door and then I'll take the money from the bar and as I was like, word. And then like, yo, that kind of got popping a little bit and it kind of, people were like, oh, I really like this music, man. And like, I think you more so got to put it in their face because they just don't know, you know? Sometimes these niggas just don't know.
0: Yeah. No, I feel that. And I guess like fan wise, like, yeah. And I, I also when like, shout out to the jam or Pete really because the jam isn't owned by the same people anymore and I don't know what them people about but um, I do know that Pete always created a space for everyone to rock out and have fun and showcase themselves and also like be able to make something which is important but you know what Pete plays in a band so he understands like what it means to be an artist in like the night venue kind of world you know Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of of
1: people out here who just yeah who could say that, you know, they understand or would give the chance, really, like how Pete gave the he had the, the the space and the venue to give someone an opportunity, so I shot him out again, but, yeah, it's not a lot of people like that out here.
2: I see the new owners to the ATL trying to, like, branch out or do something, like, you know, trying to, though the key word here is trying, uh, but, you know, COVID is happening, and people, like, you know, it's not really safe to be out in the general public. Like, I don't foresee any of these uh, venues open enough and stuff like that. But when COVID, post-COVID, or when this thing kind of like, you know, flattens the curve, when Americans finally decide to wear a mask and be like, oh, we got to be safe. just being safe is cool. Then we'll see what's up. But um, as you as you said, like, yeah, like the only person I've seen so far was uh, Ben Pete, uh, who owned The Jam. And shout out to Ted Marks and uh, Amy Marks over at the NorCal Tattoo, who did the Young Buck show, who put that on. Because they was like, you know, it's the same thing. Like, you know, I really like you guys' music. I wish we could do more. Like, there's people out there who are wanting to put real hip-hop on the scene and put the actual representatives of real hip-hop on the stage, not people just trying to sell out and, you know what I mean, make their money off our culture. Ted and Amy are amazing people. I just got to say that. Perfect. All right. What up, Ted
0: and Amy? <laughs> All right. Well, speaking yep, yep, of which, because... I think this ties in, but how does your art inform your activism? We often, at, as Black people, just we live through activism because our life is the way our life is, right? So yep. how do you think your art reflects on that? See, like, I'm going to be real. I don't, I'm not going to make it seem like
1: I'm the biggest activist because I'm not, like, the hugest activist, but I do believe in, like, informing people, you know? It's like... So I just try to inform people on the situation. I know there's going to be ignorant people who've never gone to listen to the message, and there's going to be some people who are just ignorant to just as in I'm saying, blind to a fact um, more so. And then they just need to be informed. So if people are willing to be informed, I'm willing to kick some advice any any time on a and shed some light on a situation that maybe like our side and our culture is going through and something like that. But. I can't say that I'm, like, full-on activist, but I definitely ride for the culture. and I definitely more, like, inform. Like, I, I'm more just, like, kick, kick some knowledge. And if you want to take that, and hopefully you will, then I, I appreciate that, and hopefully you can spread that to y'all other people. And, hey, if you don't, then, man, guess what? Like, you wasn't going to change no way, and hopefully one day you can find it in your own heart to, like, feel some other type of way. But until then, I'm going to keep rocking and make sure I keep doing what I got to do. And just try to put my peoples in the right position, you know, and then we could just
0: build up each other like that. Yeah, I mean, I think storytelling hip hop is a form of activism. Like, and I would I would put both of y'all in that category where uh, maybe your song isn't necessarily about like marching to freedom land, but telling black stories from real perspectives that aren't always about the whack shit that a lot of people fill hip hop music with. Is right. like is the activism, you know? Like I can think of songs from both of you that I'm like, damn, that hit me. <laughs> like in a way I hadn't really thought about that.
1: That's what's up. I appreciate that. Appreciate that too. Yeah,
2: my sentiments are pretty much the same as else. <clears throat> like I myself, I just try to implicate blackness in every verse <clears throat> I do because you know that's who I am. Like you talking to a man who grew up in a single white trailer and like, you know, bunk fuck county, Texas, you know what I mean? So I grew up <clears throat> around poverty. And, you know what I'm saying, being a, uh, be like being an hour away from Houston, other but like a little hop skip there. But like going down the Fifth Ward and stuff where there's even more impoverished and like more injustices. Like the things that we see today, I grew up seeing. So like all this is not a shock to me. <clears throat> What's been going on. All this is nothing new to me. So um, with that being said, I use this rap thing as an escape. Because, you know what I'm saying, that that level of trauma, like being a child and seeing these traumatic images and stuff, it affects you and it hits you in a vi- very deep way. So, you know what I mean? I use rap as a form of just, like, expression and, like, you know, trying to, like, holler at my people to be like, yo, we gods. We're going to be okay. You know what I mean? We just, like, we got to remind ourselves that of who we are as, 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 as people. You know what I mean? And especially in our culture and what, like, we originally came from. You know what I mean? So I try to, like implicate that in like some small intricate way in my art all the time and that's why i don't think that's why i think like a lot of my stuff be going over a lot of people's head but it hits the right people you know what i mean so that's why i'm like i'm okay with that you know what i mean but um yes as far as uh, <clears throat> intertwining activism and art you know what i mean my standpoint is like we got to fix ourselves first you know what i mean like that's why I'm focused on. I'm talking to my black people when I'm rapping. You know what I mean? If uh, some allies are hearing this and they be like, "Yo, I vibe with it too," awesome, amazing. I appreciate you, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to get this culture up. I'm trying to get this craft up. I'm trying to like promote like real shit instead of just like you know selling out and monetizing because of capitalism. You know what I mean? For sure.
0: And I feel like even like the mainstream game is swerving back. Like I don't know if you guys watched that like corny. That corny ass hip hop show that was on Netflix that had Chance the Rapper and Of course we did. Of course I did. (laughs) I mean, it was great to watch it. And I I also. Oh my God. And I like fell in love with a million female rappers. I was like, her, her. She's great. What? yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Shout out to London, though, man. She had the bars. So I'm not mad at that at all. Like,
0: for but, real. like, D-Smoke won, and I thought that was dope because I was like, that, yo, yeah. he's the I best agree. person on there, and I didn't think he would win because of mainstream bullshit tactics, yeah. but I was like, he was the best from the jump, and then he won, and I was like, oh, my God, there's hope. The yeah, that's gods yeah, are
2: watching yeah, us. I, I watched like, that, too, and I had the same cinema. Yo, it would be so symbolic if, like, D-Smoke won this because it's like, yo, he, he come from a real craft, you know what I mean? Like, he perfects his craft, and you know, as an artist, I can appreciate that. And as an artist, I'm like, "Yo, art is winning." Like all the other people, all the other contestants were super mainstream, you know what I mean? Super typical snooze fest. And then you hear D Smoke and how he just presented himself, and just like, yeah, "Yo, they better win. He better win." And he won. i like, "Good, finally, people are paying attention." So I don't know. I feel like there is a shift to say, but. For the longest time, and it's like a battle now between the shift and, like, you know, hey, let's just stay the same and keep rapping about the money hoes and drugs and stuff like that. Like, let's just keep it on there, guys. But nah, like, no, let, let the real bar shine. You know what I mean? That's why I'm a big fan that is coming out. Shout out to them. I love that. You know what I mean? Because real stuff is coming out now, and it's just, like, it makes me smile, and it makes me a little bit hopeful as a fan, oh, yeah. first and foremost.
0: Or just, like, looking forward to albums. I feel like I haven't been looking forward to albums. Like, Big Sean came out, but yeah, other I'm than that, in. I can't really, I maybe I'm missing some, so please excuse me, but I, like for the most part, I can't remember an album I've been like antsy for, for a minute. <laughs> so what were some of your projects you've done in Humboldt County? Which ones were good, what were bad, difficult? Like highlight what you want to highlight. Well, I'm
1: gonna speak on them all because why not? Um, <clears throat> let's see, <clears throat> our show started there's a place called Vista Del Mar. It was our very first show in um, Humboldt County. And that was a shaky start, you know, getting our whole oh, land legs, if you will, of the music world. But it got pretty good. We even, we even did some shows, let's see, at uh, Northern Nights. Shout out to Northern Knights Festival. Um, the Blue Lake show, as you just said, Ted Marks, Andy Marks, shout out to them. Shout out to Pete at the Jam. We used to run a, a hip-hop night. Um, Asad, if you will help me, but... I forget the exact night that it was at the jam, but we used to do a a monthly hip-hop night. So we were really proud about that. When we did did organized rhymes (laughs) at the jam. Organized rhymes. Shout out to (laughs) the for these names. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Um,
1: So those are fun. I mean, you know, we had a little steady thing going. Um, Really, I'm just proud about this. The whole art with the homies in general and just the people who who had supported me and got me into the craft deeply because like I said, I was just, I would typically just freestyle and, you know, write stuff here and there for me. But then once I got into it and then like noticed that people were actually vibing with the music and stuff and the shows were fun, you know, that, that's a driving motivation right there just to see that people are actually, you know, vibing with something that you came up with that's, that's coming from your heart and that's, that you know, all your sentiments and thoughts, like that's dope in itself. So, you know, everything honestly, every show, the good and the bad ones, low key, I just like, I appreciated them. Oh, and shout out to the Bluebird herd up in Reno. Well,
2: uh, well, comes to me. Um, we all know about the greatest L I took over there in the East Coast. So I'm just going to chalk that up. That was part of my uh, G. GMO crew this is what GMO was like a weed strain. It was for getting money over time. So you can see why that was a failure. <laughs> so <laughs> like, but that was a good learning experience for me, though. Like it was really like, you know, what I mean, out of the frying pan into the fire kind of thing. And I got burned, but you know, I still was able to walk away from that and still walk away with that will intact so i'm gonna chalk that up as like that's been like my, my main driving force all along and i just want to say like i'm super appreciative for you know shalik over here because you know he was like yo man like let's let's do these shows like you know i mean like he was like the one like get on these shows is like hop on the stage with me this is like years after the whole you know i mean new york thing and i was just like yeah you know what i mean i haven't done this in a minute but all right man let's let's just get out there we did that show at vista del mar and you know ever since then it's be like oh okay I remember, you know, I'm kind of nice with this. So every show since has been like, you know, uh, a constant, you know, improvement and progression to me. And like, you know what I mean? So like, especially when the Not A Crew project um, took off and it was a very steady and consistent thing. I was super appreciative of that, man, because it really gave, you know, all of us, you know, the the, the opportunity to work on our craft and, you know what I mean, get better and see what it is we want to do with our with our shit you know what i mean and it's and then that project led to the rude project which i am incredibly proud of and you know what i mean and that's like you know started to take off and it started to gather some stream and stuff like that so you know it wasn't for any of this been in that's why i'm appreciative of the hip-hop culture scene you know what i mean but i'm i am just like yo we got to do better we got to like you know what I mean? We got to get this on cracking. We got keep to the, keep the pressure going. We got to keep on moving. And you know, hearing people be like, oh man, I'm out. It's not that good anymore. i like, ah, bro, you know what I'm saying? You could take a stand here. You know, we could really, like, you know, get on these motherfuckers' neck. <laughs> like, why we, Dick, why that we was backing up? I don't, you know, hey, that's just, you know, hey, I just got to say, bro, like, you know, don't, don't be all, don't be all out of passion just yet, bro. He's still young. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you for still real. got time. my <laughs> like, dude, you still got a whole bunch I, of
1: time. I don't, I don't know if I'm out of passion. I just think my passion is switched to
2: other things. I vibe it. Yeah. I vibe it. For me personally, I'm a whole different story. Like, I got to be on every, all the time. Like, you know what I mean? I'm going through bad times. It makes me better. If I'm going through good times, like, I. Right, this is cool, but you know what I mean? Let, let's stay, let's stay sharp and let's stay on edge and let's keep this, you know, thing going. So I like, with me, when it comes to Minecraft and when it comes to like writing stuff and creating things, you know what I mean? Like the world is at absolute shit right now. You know what I mean? It has been worse in years, so let's get that straight. But this year, you know, for how things been going, it's been a slap in the face for a lot of people. And, like, a lot of people have been, like, getting shook and, you know what I mean, broken hearted and it discouraged. Me, I'm just like, nah, this is, like, more fuel to the flame. Like, once we make it through this, I'm going to come out, oh, even better. And even when things are getting good, like, you know, bills are paid, you know what I mean, the people around me are happy, things are comfortable and complacent. It's that thing in the back of my head, I'm like, ah. Now we got to stay vigilant. You know what I mean? We got to stay, you know, stay sharp. There's like still room to grow. There's still room to improve. So that's how, how when it comes to me and my creative process. But, you know, that's just a personal thing. So not a lot of
0: people. <laughs> that's about, about to be the motivational the motivational recording. I'm about to play that shit in the morning. Like, you got to stay vigilant. I'll wake up with Toddy Banks every morning. Like, ready. <laughs>
2: You know what I mean? You got to be vigilant, man. If you love your craft, if you love what you do, if you love your passion, if you love your art, you know what I mean? You can't ever be comfortable. You got to be, like, vigilant and want to improve it and always want to, like, grow and be better. So when you hit that sage age, you know what I mean? We all got grays in our hairs and stuff like that. It's it's starting to happen to me a little bit. (laughs) You know what I mean? But when we get there to that level... We're just like, yo, we done did that. Like, we have a whole canvas of art. We got a whole Cadillac of art. We got a whole, you know what I mean? It's just to show our children, and our children's children and all that stuff. You know what I mean? You ain't doing it just for you. You got to do it for your fam. That's just me, though. Be motivated, Black I know. people. Don't give up in your craft. This is our ancestral work. We got to keep it going.
1: Like be motivated, but but just make sure you got a passion. Like I said, my passion for hip-hop never left, but my passion might
0: have shifted to some other goals in life, you feel? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way, but... We
2: all adults here. We all got responsibilities. I vibe it. I'm there, too. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. and I'll say, like, I feel like I did a lot of the things I ever wanted to do as an artist, so a lot of my motivation goes into, like, making the space for other people to do the same thing, you know? Yeah, but you can't. So it's do it like, like you're, you yeah, what that's I mean? what I'm saying. Your craft can sometimes, shift and take different forms. I, like I want to be like
1: a Sway Calloway, you know? Just like <laughs> 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 I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that. Just drop, you want to show up to like dress? Doesn't, is doesn't mean, just because you put the mic down doesn't mean you lost passion for the hip hop game. Never. Yeah, ever. yeah amen. Always- there's always other categories in this hip-hop game that people need to put light on. That's side. what I'm saying. If, so remember, Hey, when there's passion. There's always passion coming through my mic, no matter what I'm doing. There's always passion on my fingertips, no matter what I touch. And you know what? I just feel like I want to uplift my peak, and it can maybe even be another way through the pen. That's not just through the pen, you know? I'm like... Like Sway is one of my biggest influences because he literally uplifts so many people through so many different avenues that it's crazy. And shout out Sway Calloway. That's yeah, and I mean, thinking. there's
0: there's mad elements of hip hop, so it's like you could live hip hop every day and never spit another rhyme, my dude.
2: I know, and I'm not even talking yeah. about that. Like I am, like I'm a holy, totally, hundred percent agreeing with you guys. I'm like, you could be. There's more to be a Swiss Army knife. Like have more than just one skill. I'm not saying just be like one track mind, one track mind only. I'm just talking about for the craft and the culture that is hip hop. Don't give up that. There's many aspects and facets, you know, there's many levels to this. You don't have to just spit bars. (laughs) You know what I mean? There's, you have to do more than just that. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, keep that passion alive. Keep that ground. Like I'm totally there with with y'all. Like, yo, man, yeah, put other people on and X, Y, and Z. I'm
1: vibing with that. Well, I appreciate Momo, for show for having us on today. First and foremost, appreciate the platform, Black Humble. Um,
0: always and forever.
1: Yeah, for showing love. Oh, always and forever. Uh, Shout-outs to, like, the homies that got us here. Got a clue for making the beats, the style, you know, rapping with the kid track. The homegirl, Jay Delilah, she spits with the kid. Um, and, yeah, just shout-out every venue that put us on. Yeah. Um, you know, the kid's name is Shalique. I have I, you know what I've got two albums written right now, but like I say, my passion has shifted to other things, but that passion for the rap game may come back just to spit that out. So who knows? Y'all stay tuned for maybe but- oh,
0: That's what Assad wanted this whole time. Assad oh, just wanted shit. to know. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't you give him the juice too soon, you know. I couldn't yeah, but, you know, you
1: you can't. Know. You can't blow the whole wide early. You Put know? some life in me, man. Put some life into
2: me, bro. I need, boom, that. need boom, that. Boom, song. boom, boom, oh, boom, like, boom, boom, right right? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, no, no. I'm not saying right now. I'm just saying, like, yo, bro, your future work. I need, I need something that El leak one time. I need, them need them bars real quick. You know what I mean? Like, give me some juice. I'm gonna just <clears give a> quick. eight <throat> for the people at home, like, yo, what
1: does this can't even sound like? So I'm feeling something like, huh? I'm going to okay. have to beg my pardon, harboring emotions from him trying to keep us margin, sharpening in devotion because I'm feeling like a t- target. It's feeling like them days when they sold us at the auction. <clears throat> and you can Ooh. try to kill my coffins, but the garden of the gate is cool with me and all my partners, trying to bury partners like trying to tell the father that the fruit and the tree going to be safe up in his garden.
0: Yes. Yeah, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> He okay. over here talking about there's no activism in my in my art. Okay,
1: you feel me? That's like you over here talking about the slave auction days? Like what? Ooh. Speak, hey, on, know, it, I'll speak a, on it, kid. Speak on it. I'll give him a quick a just so they know. Like you know, like I say, the passion's there. Don't ever say kids don't got passion. And you know, my pen bleeds. So okay, yeah, y'all might be ready. You know, I might be coming back for a little album here or there.
0: But that just, poetry right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Well, my last remarks is shout-out to Black Humboldt. Um, shout-out to you guys for taking the time and listening to us and hearing us out, what we got to say. Um, shout-out to Not A Clue. Of course, you know, he was the guy that kind of got up, got us all together, uh, so to speak. Shout-out to Track, Rude Music Entertainment. Please follow those two pages on Instagram. Go on Spotify, SoundCloud, Alpha Music. Check out our album entitled and honestly rude oh shout out to honest as well lyrical chemistry all them guys um shout out to all the black artists out there in every in every aspect of the craft still doing their thing. shout out to you guys keep doing it keep working keep grinding um yeah that's all i gotta say entitled out honestly rude spotify hit us up okay all uh, right, you guys are now listening to Copa Cabana by Rude Music Entertainment featuring Shalik, produced by Not a Clue. Find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music. Enjoy. Let's go!
0: There we I'm
3: feeling like Tony Montana. My fly me the Copa And find me a hoe with no manners. Cause I got the dose, so anything goes. I'm feeling like Tony Montana. My fly me the Copacabana, And find me a hoe with no manners. Cause I got the dose, so anything goes. Find me a hoe with no manners. I hold with Miss I got this, I got the dose. And, and find me a hoe with no manners. I hold with Miss I got this, I got the dose. and goes. I'm feeling like Tony Montana. I told you my plague me the copa Find me a hoe with no manners Cause I got the dough so anything I'm feeling like Scarface Like I'm stuck in this rock in a hard place I told you that this game was not safe Like it's all spades Which card plays? going high speed Wrong lane I'm the one king in a pawn's game Got big money you All small change Got the right words Say the wrong thing So how does it go? What the fuck should I say? I'm on the road Get the fuck out my way I just met this hoe that I'm fucking today She texting my phone so I throw it away Button down shirt fedora My money stacked from the floor She took it off like I know her i me a girl with no morals She think I'm the shit like manure. Kinda dope, baby, this shit is pure Give me that look and I show her I don't even try, I just do like it I've been copping cigars from a I like rocking the floor of a dinner Cause I'm Feeling like Tony Montana My fly me to Copacabana That's no cap, still high limit Don't chase the bag, I arrived in it like She love be- the drip and I dive in it But I got a flight in like five minutes now trying to spend time in it so Gotta change the time limit She looking sexy as ever And I got the dope for whatever Fuck it I'm feeling like Tony Montana My fly me to Copacabana And find me a hoe with no manners Cause I got the dough so anything goes I'm feeling like Tony Montana I'm, I'm
1: feeling of like Avon, Bartsdale. Move whole things, no part. Gold, oh hell, niggas keep tripping. going swim with fishes. Shark tails, Cause Cause my spark th- sale. Oh well, got niggas pissed like Arkells. I'ma th- a th- dig a trench th- like the cartel th- to find another <laughs> way to move the wholesale. sale not scales. Kobe watching. Trap jumping like Kobe hopping. <laughs> gotta through gotta through move slow, kiss the police watching. Talking cold, they don't know the topic. Move the door, reinvest the profit. Might take my bitch to explore the tropics. I'm exploring options. Stop it, got your bitch
3: drippin' it's like a, like a th- water th- faucet Cause th- a th- nigga bossin'
1: for th- 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 wild, they endorphin's lit like th- Can't stay long, take the portrait, bitch If they talking money, we endorsing it's it like th- They talking
3: funny, watch your lips for we drive by and get your organs hit Cause I'm living like Tony Montana my fly made the Copacabra. And meet up with Sosa, that's the club. Nigga, we focused stone dubs. It's nigga, like she a...
1: mocha, so I stroked up. Uh. I was beating cheeks, no love. Ow. Nigga, I'm plugged, nigga. Watch your mouth. Big dogs, we the dope for selling. Like you a... got withdrawals, I can help you out. Because the Coker route come from the South.
3: Like, I'm. Uh, they uh. like Tony I fly me to Copacabana, uh, and find me a hoe with no manners. Cause I got the dough, so anything goes. I'm feeling like Tony Montana. I do. Might fly me to Copacabana, yeah, and find me a hoe with no manners. I will. Cause I got the dough, so anything.
4: I'm too go. fly in this bitch. I give it one fuck where I'm landing at. On oh, Dubai with this shit. You catch me close to cool with this Cabana wrap. Movie T-shirts with amigos. Uh, mama told me I don't need those nops. Told I'm paying that 175 and Nah, I ain't catching that Rico. Uh. Telling y'all exactly what I tell my Spanish chick. The world is yours as I stand behind it. Older her with a manly grip. Life through have his ups and downs. Same thing goes with bandages. Fuck rubber bands. My sack's wrapped up in bandages. Long as furious, six, settle, man, and strip. Fuck ass yes, niggas fall back. Uh, Fucking my face, no okay? cap. Yeah, before I had these chancellor rise. Just on the case y'all that. Damn, back in the scene. Moving these bars. Smoke with bosses, Cubans and Dars. Yes, yeah, so I'm a maverick. Shooters and squads. A cop of the betters just in Fuck ass yes, niggas fall back. Yeah, taking all the bullets. My Montana shooting. These bosses are like an Amber Giving out jobs like an Amber recruiting. See me in person, I'm going to work Sick of this shit, need one or two nerds Still a tiger in the jungle, I'm going to purge Think it'd be fair if I'm one of you first One dime for a 979, throw the deuce up Funny how this is America Yeah, niggas out here singing more white than the Ku Klux Bar still clean, still think it need to be spruced up Part of my and part of the grammar No way put a salt in the slammer Because I I'm feeling like Tony Montana My flat
3: nigga Copa Cabana and find me a hole with no manners cause I got the do so anything goes'm feeling like Tony Montana I find me the Copa cababana and find me a hole with no manners cause I got the do so anything goes find me a hole with no manners cause I got the do so anything and find me a hole with no manners cause I got the do so anything goes' feeling like Tony Montana I find me the Copa Cabana and find me a hole with no manners cause I got the doe so anything
2: goes 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 goes,
0: goes. there we go Yes. Well, thanks,
2: guys. Yeah, no problem. Good Um, talk, good chat.
0: Thanks, y'all, for listening to the Black Aesthetic. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and tune in every Wednesday. Follow us on all socials at Black Humboldt and check out our website at www.blackhumboldt.com. If you want to send some love and feedback, email us at at blackhumboldtgmail.com. And make sure to use the hashtag Black Humble Aesthetic, B-L-A-C-K-H-U-M-B-O-L-D-T-A-E-S-T-H-E-T-I-C on social media. Until next time, continue to walk in your Black excellence.